Welcome back to the 21st edition of the Cairo London podcast. I'm Craig McLean and I decided it was time to wrap up or sort of summarize the last 20 episodes. So I invited Luke Brady back to the chair. He's my co-founder and we started it all off a couple of months ago having a chat and it was time for a review. So after interviewing all 13 of our chiropractors, we gained quite a bit of insight to our amazing team. Um, we shared some of the common threads that we learnt uh, while chatting to our team. So that's quite a cool thing to go through. Um, we also learnt that Luke went camping with his cat recently. Yep, strange. Anyway, hear how that went. Uh, I've been down in Cornwall. Um, very grateful of the fact that uh, while I'm still here for one more day, you may hear the seagulls bleating overhead as I'm on the bench of contemplation. But um, yeah, I've been fishing and doing some cool things with my family down here. So very grateful for the opportunity to just escape the madness for a while. Um, but anyway, uh, we discuss Lastly, in this podcast, a bit of a what direction are we going to take with it? So, you know, if you want to give us some of your feedback as to what direction you think we should take um, after listening to our ideas about halfway through, then maybe head to the Instagram page and give us some feedback. Anyway, sit back and relax. Hope you enjoy our review. There he is. Hi, guys. How you doing, mate? It's like the Battle of the Beards. Yeah, wow. One of the, uh, I don't know if it's a silver lining, but it's a lining of COVID. <laughs> mm. How are you? Have you, uh, have you been rushing around or have you had a controlled day? I've had a controlled day in practice up here in North Berwick. It's been good. Yeah. So I've scheduled in a little lunch break, first time in a while. Okay. How about yourself? You're still, where are you? Are you back in London? I um, delayed our return to London for one more day, so I'm oh, calling from Cornwall, and with you being in Scotland, it's a very far-reaching chat, it is. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two opposite ends. That's so it. hang on, but, but who's in London then, if we're both... Uh, I can only hope with, that it's Drew manning the ship. I, I think that's right. That sounds right. I haven't heard of Pete for a little while, so I think that, that's probably a good sign. Hey, so do we have any particular format for what we're going to do? I mean, I uh, I perceived this to be uh, it's appropriate for us to get back together again after I've made my way through 13 chiropractors. And, Full circle. Uh, and some cameos. Some cameos in there. So 20 episodes of – they're not all Instagram livers, but uh, it has been a very useful Perfect. medium to kind of record the audio and sort of twist it into a, uh, a podcast anyway. But – uh, yeah, so all, all of them done. Thought it'd be good to sort of try and get back together again with you, which is Amazing. where it all started. Yep. And kind of shake my head in a little bit of disbelief that I managed yeah. to get through it all. Um, it's a, it was quite a quite a project, wasn't it? Well done. Yeah. What did you learn? But yeah, um, you know, it was it was really good exercise of actually sitting down with all of our great chiropractors and. Um, just spending it like a clear, even though, you know, most of the time it was like a publicised thing and there was a different, there was a few elements of, you know, are are you as relaxed in this medium as possible as to sort of just chatting with someone for a coffee. But I think people kind of got into it and uh, I was able to learn a lot about 
you know, some of the things I didn't know about a chiropractors, a lot of the past, a lot of what sort of formed them to become health practitioners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I actually ended up with uh, a fair bit of insight into I was sort of one of the questions I was trying to ask everyone was um, what what is chiropractic, you know, uh, and everyone had their own little take on it. Um, yep. But it all came down to, in a nutshell, when you ask 13 chiropractors what it is, there is this common theme that goes through it, which is look after your spine. Mm-hmm. The spine is the thing that protects the nervous system, the spinal cord and nervous system. And if you want your spinal cord and nervous system functioning at its best, you better look after your spine. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, we, I'm, we I'm glad there. that was the theme. I'm glad that was a recurring theme. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're on the same page on some level. Yeah. And then, you know, but actually the, there was... Um, there's another thing that came out of it was um, people's stories as to how they decided to journey their way to becoming chiropractors. Mm-hmm. And um, two main groups there are the ones that either were involved in chiropractic from a very young age, yep. either as a patient or a family member was a chiro. And mm-hmm. then they kind of gleamed the kind of passion from the family members or from their own personal journaling experience yep. to then go, that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other half were people who, uh, like me, you know, um, didn't really get adjusted until they were at university, and yep. but you know, kind of just embraced the the concept of being a Cairo as a great thing to do, you know, a yep. great opportunity to help people, uh, that type of stuff. So, um, yeah, that I think that cool. that's a it's a nice word, journey. Actually, um, everybody's on their own journey through life, through their profession, and you know, these days. Um, I think so many people have different professions in their lifetime. Um, yet I don't know, I don't know many chiropractors who sort of once they find it, leave it. It does happen, but um, I've known more people who have sort of been other things in their journey through life, nurses and or any 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 number of things really. And then when they found their their calling in chiropractic, they seem to hold that one through till yeah their their whole working career um yeah but you know i think in a nutshell we've got a pretty good bunch you know um the um i think the the last thing i i I gleaned from this was how caring our team are you know and and that's the underlying current of or message that i got from everyone is that they kind of have the different ways of doing it you know and and some people are um you know, really full on, you know, will not leave a stone unturned mm-hmm. to care for their yep. people. Yep. Um, recent times has been really interesting to sort of see, you know, the way that different people do care. But, you know, mm-hmm. the, the reality is, you know, you're in this, uh, it's, it's a profession that you can't kind of take a back step almost. Uh, you've got to be kind of in there, in the trenches with your people mm-hmm. and, um, help them through whatever it is that they're going through. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. It's there's sort of there's nowhere to hide. You can't sort of bluff your way through it. <laughs> you're yeah. you're up close and personal when you're caring with, for them in practice. Uh, this, yeah, and and because you're you're working with people and and helping people's nervous systems, their filters are pretty high, pretty pretty tuned to whether you're on it. And, and focused and genuine and helping or whether your mind's somewhere else. And so I think that's sort of one of the, one of the 
one of the benefits of our uh, of, of what we do is that yeah. you have to be genuine. It's there's sort of no other way. To a degree, it's a sort of a real challenge too, though, isn't it? Mm. You know, because if you're, say, if you're an isolated Cairo um, yep. in the middle of Scotland, in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and you don't have access to sort of colleagues or sort of, mm. um, you know, other people to sort of like try and, you know, boost because there is an element of energy that you need to be yep. able to actually give all the time, you know, to serve, mm-hmm. to give, to care, and um, that's where, you know, it's. Uh, um, especially, you know, uh, some in the last few months has sometimes been a little bit of a sort of a solo experience. And, sure has, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and so hopefully just at least a little bit of this sort of stuff or, you know, certainly our group, um, hmm. hopefully it sort of helped helped people through it a bit anyway. I've got no doubt it has, yeah. No, I think you did a great job keeping in touch, yeah. Hey, um, aside from that, let's just dive, dive branch off slightly. What's this about you going camping with a cat? We took a cat camping, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were. It's kidding. a thing, yeah. So we we've got this little kitten who recently made an appearance on my uh, on my leg as in the form of a tattoo. So that's happened, yeah. What? There's, there's been uh, there's been an addition, but yeah. So we've got this little character of a kitten who uh, we took camping. We stick a harness on her, and she she loved it. Well, I say she loved it. We loved having her there. But she was on pretty much high alert the whole time. I don't think she slept the whole time, bless her. But uh, yeah, so we 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 picked a, a spot on on Google Maps up near uh, Aberfeldy, and aimed for it. We parked the car and we started walking across a um, across a paddock, and then we heard a, a, a farm vehicle. I'm sure it was a Ute start up, and before we knew it, there was a farmer in our face, and we thought, oh dear we're about to be kicked off here and he actually said look uh if you follow me i'll show you a much nicer place <laughs> so we got back in the car and we drove down and he he took us to this beautiful little spot we were right by the right by a river uh under the trees next to a beautiful paddock and it was it was pretty special yeah and so our cat was at one with nature um and going from an apartment in edinburgh to to the middle of nowhere was was fun yeah, but the sense of wonder on this little thing's face was pretty cute. So, yeah, so roamed free for half the time, and then yeah. Well, I was um, yeah, I was pretty keen to like hold her for the most part, and then we realised that she was so timid that she wasn't going to drift off very far, and she didn't. She stayed with him a few metres of us the whole time, and uh, yeah. So she's now a, a, an outdoor adventure cat. Wow. Yeah. Work. Yeah, thanks. Um, Have your cats been camping? Not been camping. No. Um, I'm pretty sure they haven't really left the house. Uh, I drove them from no. Wales to London uh, and then <laughs> yeah. they've stayed ever since yeah. because even when you're driving yeah. down the road to the vet, they kind of get a bit no. freaked out by the whole thing. So. Oh, little darlings. Yeah. So that was a fun adventure. But that was actually – so we had one night away and that was the second – night away that i've had from home in six months and it was a yeah it was a real nice change of scenery and it sort of reminded me of how important it is to to get in nature it's one thing to go cycling through the countryside and go for a run around arthur's seat but to actually get out and get under a tree and sit next to a fire was um was really good for was really good for me to expand the bubble and 
yeah, reconnect. It was, I was surprised. One night away felt like a week away, to be honest. Yeah. And then well, take a leaf out of your book, though. Well, this is it. So, you know, obviously my year started by declaring that I was going on this sabbatical, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. And then um, that was like, you know, 25 years of being a chiropractor. <laughs> I thought mm -hmm. it's about time just to sort of take a step back and sort of like try and help, you know, work the business mm -hmm. uh, more than uh, I was. Um, helped drew out all that sort of stuff and then um, flew back to Australia, started that off with a two-week trip to see my old man for his 80th birthday and then came yeah. back um, into the, um, the, the full lockdown scenario. Yeah, the weirdness. Um, and so obviously I changed my strategy slightly, but, you know, um, uh, it was Drew who was really quite supportive of me kind of getting in there and, um, and say, look, you've got this opportunity to be in Cornwall, why don't you go and do it? Um, I've got it from here you know and so we did the two weeks and yeah. came back to london for a week and then he told you to leave again he's like <laughs> well it appears yeah. as though you have access to the house again so mm -hmm. why don't you get yeah. down there so yeah i feel really privileged to be in that situation to be able to do that um and it's been really nice stepping aside for a moment and yep. you know i'm certainly not taking it for granted but it's been really great spending time with the family mm. it's kind of given us a bit of a uh, a, a reboot and you know uh, i know a lot of people are sort of stuck in that sort of scenario still where they can't maybe get out of um yeah and everyone's sort of desperately trying to get out um, and sometimes deciding to go to France or Spain or whatever. i got a friend who was in the air when the, the kind of like quarantine rules changed um, and so he had to come back and sort of to that. So I think it's a very safe thing to do is to sort of stay local. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, what, uh, what else do you reckon... Um, what have we gleaned from this whole experience? Did you have any particular things you wanted to sort of ask me? Or well, yeah, I was just sort of wondering. You've sort of, you know, haven't really been in practice for a while now. You've gone, you've bounced between London and, and Cornwall a little bit, and spoken to everybody. Um, what have you sort of have you had anything maybe chiropractic related that has that you've been reminded of or surprised by or disappointed by perhaps as well i think what i've been you know from speaking to everyone and the feedback i've had both uh you know personally and and from the chiros that we have is that that uh, i think there's a little bit of confusion as to whether or not this kind of global pandemic is making people focus in on their health more or not mm -hmm. you know um i think there's that like i i've been sort of checked out of news and and social for a little while although now i'm back on yeah. instagram for a one-time offer offering um no but you know how there's that sort of i don't is this the same in scotland where on monday tuesday wednesday nights if you go to a restaurant uh you get 50 percent yeah. off your bill or the government pays so, 50%, yeah you know? and i just kind of see there's kind of like a weird conflict going on there where I totally get that the government's trying to get in there and support these poor guys who have had their restaurants and bars closed for mm -hmm. the entire time, right? Yes. Um, but then at the same time, is that actually encouraging people to make healthier life choices? Mm. Yeah, probably not, um, a lot of them. Is it actually making people just order twice as much? Yeah. Well, I know I mean, McDonald's is taking full advantage of that situation apparently. 
Yeah. So it's so you know. So yeah. but I was the reason why I brought mm. that up though was because of the fact that you know the this time has definitely caused um, globally people to be kind of looking back at themselves and say, what else can I do to be healthier? You know, mm-hmm. and I I am disappointed. Maybe not chiropractically, but I am disappointed in humanity's uh, memory or understanding of how the immune system works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and kind of everyone losing complete faith in our ability to sort of fight viral infection. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I, I hope that it's going to be one of those things that we look back in in time and historically go well. We kind of went a little overboard on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's maybe, you know, it's an emotional thing to be talking about, especially if you have someone close to you that yeah. actually is, um, you know, being affected by it directly. But the the, the reality is, I I don't want to I don't want to keep wearing face masks into shops. No, no, that's <laughs> you know, right. That's um, it's a it's a pretty big. There's some really big changes in the society, but I think one of the things that I noticed was there was such a an obvious and necessary discussion about how do we how do we try to avoid or contain the virus um, and to a degree protect ourselves from getting it, um, but less of a conversation about how can we be proactively nurturing our amazing immune system that has got mankind humankind this far um and so i I guess yeah there was less not as much talk about how can we bolster and boost our inherent immunity as opposed to the conversation purely being on trying to avoid getting it or avoid the spread in the first place i think both are really really important i think there was um uh less on the latter and that's, I think, where a lot of people can be empowered. It's it's one thing to follow the guidelines, social distance, wear a mask, wash your hands, do those sorts of things, which is quite almost external, but that's not terribly empowering. Whereas if the conversation also included, right, now everybody, please ensure you're getting great sleep, you're, you're, you're eating really well, you're resting, you're exercising and doing these things so that should the should should you encounter this health situation or this sickness situation that your body's in better shape to deal with handle it um so i think that was a that was something that i maybe wasn't surprised about but what was disappointed i thought that was a pretty good opportunity for a bigger conversation to be had about health in general yeah like the for example gyms had exactly the same shutdown even longer than um and pubs, you know, mm. and yet I don't think there's a lot of sort of um, support for those guys to kind of go, no. well, okay, if you get to the gym on Monday, mm-hmm. when Tuesday or Wednesday when it's a little quieter, right. yeah. uh, we'll back your membership we'll, up with we'll support uh, that. something or, you know, that wouldn't be a bad thing to do, you know. That would be a great thing. I don't think there are many healthy habits happening in a pub. There's more healthy habits happening in a gym. Yeah, and I guess the argument there is, it, well, it, it, it's it's a healthy for the mental state of the nation. But, uh, right. You know, and look, don't get me wrong. No, no. Um, I'm not a teetotaler whatsoever. In fact, no. it's been uh, I've been ignoring all the data from my whoop telling me to <laughs> stop drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, t- I just removed. I took mine off about four months ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
And how's how's how are Londoners being welcomed in Cornwall, by the way? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, you know, I mean, Falmouth is a fairly big centre down here, and it's not as busy as you probably the media wants to make out. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. um, I don't think it's any more busy um, than it normally is down here, mm. and. You know, I think, but then I'm also slightly, we're, we're playing it smart by that if we go anywhere, we go early. And yep. if we try not to go anywhere too much because uh, just sort of we're here not to be driving cars, we're here to be sort of staring at the horizon, you know. Totally, yeah. Um, but, no, it's it's been um, certainly, um, I think they've embraced, they've realised that um, with, it's, a, it's a great boost for the Cornish economy really to actually get right. people down here and in the shops and they're just doing it you know, uh, appropriately, legally, face yep. masks, hand wash, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, um, but no, it's kind of like uh, kind of business as usual apart from mm. that, um, which is which is really great to see for everyone down here. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just really hope that sort of also, uh, you know, um, uh, September seems to be this point that everyone's heading towards, you know, and, and probably Scotland's slightly different, but... Um, I think it would be nice. Like, I did, you know, when I caught up with Don Murray in, uh, mm. in London last week yeah. or a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, he's got his practice right in the middle of where all the London offices are, and yeah. apparently it is still a ghost town down there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've heard. he, you know, he's sort of, I think, anywhere within that sort of London mile is still suffering quite a bit, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. or even with around that sort of radius, you know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but um, the rise of the what, suburbs, yeah, yeah. Look, getting back to that original question though, is that definitely? Uh, I think we feel that the clinics are frequented more and more by people who really value their health, you know. And we we love and are grateful for the opportunity to work with people who actually really want to take a step in that direction of really looking after themselves. Um, and even though. You know, there is no direct connection between chiropractic and immune-boosting performance. Um, not that we can talk about publicly. We're not talking about that, no. <laughs> it's not that my they uh, work together or anything like that. No, no, no. It's not, not as though there is uh, a bigger picture going on here. But, mm. no, look, um, uh, everyone who's coming in is doing that thing. Well, okay, we've got a little bit more time in our yep. hands. Um, let's, let's just kind of get involved um let's just let's just sort of look after ourselves in a slightly better fashion you know yeah Um, and that's certainly been my experience up here so i've sort of been ticking along in a couple of clinics up here and for the most part people have had the time to come in and get 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 themselves taken care of and um have sort of seen it as a as an opportunity to you know reinvest in the health everybody has taken to the gardens re you know done the kitchen (laughs) done a bit more exercise, dogs have been walked within an inch of their life and it's, uh, yeah, people. But I guess we, we also need to, or I need to remind myself sometimes that for people who are choosing chiropractic care, they're already, they tend to be already thinking bigger picture about their health. We, of course, we still get the crisis care as well, but for the most part, if you're keen on looking after your spinal nervous system, you're already a little bit... Um, more healthy-minded, I think, than, than than maybe most. So the other thing that I was quite happy with was that week I did go back to London, um, oversaw the introduction of the new X-ray machine in Melbourne. Yes, looks fancy. That was a great lockdown project. You know, um, <laughs> yep. And thanks for your support in actually getting it over the line. Um, yeah, from a distance, no worries. 
Well, it was uh, it was a case of really just like we were faffing around with that for ages, and um, you know, going against the trend of um, spending yeah. money during this process when yes. um, you know it is quieter than it normally is. But the offering up in Marlborough right now is top class. You know, yep. it's literally um, has this you know oh, DR X-ray yeah. system. The yep. quality of that is unbelievable, and. Yep. Um, you know the the rooms that have been done up downstairs look uh, look amazing to complement what we did um, yeah. upstairs. Yeah. Um, uh, all those uh, years look, ago. So look, it's loaded with great chiropractors, great great equipment, great location. Yeah, it's um, it's onwards and upwards for sure. Anyway, well, that was uh, that was a cool little project. Um, as was this little podcast, which mm. was another little sort of lockdown project. Hey, what's your opinion on? Um, because this is, in theory, meant to be a little bit of a sort of a, a wind-up of Series 1. Yeah, right. Okay. Although I'm not necessarily sure it is going to be a wind-up of Series 1. Series no. 1 may just carry on into the horizon. You'll bump around. into somebody else. I'm surprised you didn't stick a microphone on Don over lunch last week. Mate, I literally was like, Don, I've been secretly recording this. And yeah, I was, assuming, <laughs> I was assuming you were going to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of journeys, he's his journey's phenomenal through chiropractic and oh, inspiring. Yeah. yeah. And you know who else I have tied who? up or, or teed up for next week is uh, Sam Wang. Oh, fantastic. Great. From the, the Chicago Wildland. Connection. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. So I think that we need to get final confirmation, but it's happening next Thursday. Uh, okay, great. I am very much looking forward to this sort of hearing the, you know, digesting the story of setting up sixty plus practices in around the Chicago area. Yep, um, yeah, that's a that's know. a big it's a big vision, and to take that vision and execute it is yeah. next level. It's wonderful. So it's it's uh, yeah, again, grateful for the time he's going to commit to that. Um, uh, but uh, this is the thing, though, right? Yeah, I'm sure it will kind of keep ticking over, um, but. Uh, let me get your opinion on this. I'm figuring the direction of the podcast moving forward is either going to take one of three uh, directions. Okay. Sure. One is that kind of like dissection of human performance, mm -hmm. getting a pile of people on talking about what they do to optimally perform, mm -hmm. be it nutrition, be it Cairo, be it exercise, be it yep. whatever, you know. Number okay. two is um, the kind of Cairo stories continued, which is mm -hmm. effectively what I'm doing next week with Sam anyway. Mm -hmm. And then number three, uh, Drew had this really cool idea of, you know how on his Thursday emails he's been doing shameless plug of the week? Yep. And he was like, um, you should just do shameless plug of the week podcast with a Cairo twist where you just, You've got a wealth of people who pop into the clinics yeah. who we probably want to sort of try and help and support locally anyway. Yeah. And everyone from Dave Dicko from the, you know, the over the road yeah. um, coffee shop guy yeah. to, you know, anyone it could be. Um, and uh, that was a nice little kind of looking at what people are into in their lives with mm -hmm. a kind of like a, a Cairo, how did they help, how they use Cairo to help themselves. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Yeah. Maybe it'll just be a yep. mixture of all three. What's what I suspect? Reckon? I think it should be a mixture of all three. Yeah. Stick it in the intro so people know what they're going to get, and they can choose to listen to it or not. But uh, I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. You got to do something. To do. You got to have something to do with your spare time. 
<laughs> well, yeah. apparently I'm back on the tools next week for all oh, that interested. Right? Um, Putney has me back in the building. Oh. Um, uh, however, um, the other thing, just for any chiropractors listening out there, we are also actively recruiting. Yeah, yes. Um, and there's been a lot of conversations going on with people out there who are maybe in positions that they're not entirely happy Super with. happy with, yes. So that's been taking up a fair bit of time, but it's been interesting to hear what people are up to. But mm -hmm. get in touch if you're looking for some work because we do need more help because yep. we are looking after a lot of people um, appropriately yeah. at this time. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's exciting. No, look, it is. It's, it's been a... A weirdly positive experience in in some fronts, while um, while also challenging in others. But um, yeah, if we can expand and help more people, that's what we're here for. You learn any new skills over this period? Uh, I hit the bike a bit more. I was on the bike a lot more. Yeah, you have then inspired your other half to do that as well. Couple yep. cycling, I think, is real new skill. Couple cycling, however. I got an email from a friend in the States who's all over this whole Everesting situation. So yesterday I was online looking for the, for the nearest, most appropriate hill to cycle up and down on to see if I can get to at least base camp and then maybe push on to Everest. So that's, that's the, the next challenge that's being laid out. It's a you long time cycling up and down hill. A thousand laps of Arthur's Sea. Like uh, that. The, the math says you need to do a hundred. <laughs> Oh, so you've already looked into that? Yeah, it's 100 if, left. If you do, well, because there's a lot of flat bits in mm -hmm. there too, though, and you yeah. don't really want to ride the flat bits. No, so it's up and down, up and down, yeah. So that that's the, the current project, and I do feel that, um, yeah, look, when neither of us are teetotalers, but I do think that uh, the, the coming months will see a, maybe a dwindling of my wine intake, and I'll probably put the, the health monitors back on my wrist, Um and start shifting my attention towards a bit more fitness and see if I can, yeah, set a bit of a, a goal of, of cycling up up Everest. Nice work. I'm assuming you've been keeping an eye on uh, Lockie Morton's um, efforts. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Efforts, efforts irritating me, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't think it's all about breaking a record. I think it's obviously about survival for mm -hmm. the regular Us. cyclists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, fantastic. Hey, you know what I am doing next Wednesday, though, is I'm actually uh, racing again. So oh, um, bike racing is back on. Is that that's an indoor situation? It's an outdoor velodrome situation. Wow, great. So that's the one they're currently allowing at the moment where yep. they, for some reason, sort of consider 15-minute races or races under 15 minutes yep. uh, with groups of no more than 25 yep. uh, allowable. So I have entered into uh, a few of those on a Wednesday night down in Hermione, wow. so I'm going to be doing that. Oh, brilliant. Um, I think I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> It'll come flooding back. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, excellent. So that's where I'll be next week. Um, yeah. Well, that is, uh, the 15-minute thing is quite interesting because that's what was one of the key reasons we were allowed to stay open was because traditionally our appointment times are inside 15 minutes. And so that, that shorter contact time put us in that uber low risk category. So I imagine they're applying a similar, uh, yeah, method to that. Yeah, I think that's what everyone needs to kind of remember really is mm. that, it's a, that it is a, a, a low risk ex mm. uh, experience. Yep. And 
yeah, you'll be uh, you'll be well looked after anyway. Wonderful. Um, so what are, you know, are we meant to be covering anything else? Um, I think. You um, know, do you? I don't know if you necessarily enjoy this thing, do you? I'm not sure. I, enjoy, I don't dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm more of an audio person. Uh, if I could, in fact, if we could have been doing this while whilst I was out running, that might have been a bit a bit easier. Well, I better for me have, that I the quality was in the work. A, a moment there where I thought maybe if I just. 4G, relied on my 4G, jumped on the paddleboard mm. and sat out in the middle of the harbour and did this. That might be cool. But yeah, so now you're making I, me jealous as well. Yeah, But no. that would have been um, phone dropped in the lake. So Could you imagine? Right. So, waterproof yeah. phones, man. Waterproof phones. I guess they're waterproof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. my, one, one of my new skills, by the way, mm. is fishing. I saw the picture on WhatsApp, not Insta, actually. How was that? Who did the deed afterwards? No, we threw it back. We threw it back in. Well done. Okay, so did you get yeah. the barbless hooks? No. no. You just yanked it out? You know, okay. just yanked mm. it out. Those mm. uh, fish mouths are pretty hardy. So, In fact, so just did I, t- I didn't tell you the story where we actually, our first ever time we tried it, Charlie caught the brick wall. Oh. Oh, um, okay. Then Same we had to chop the line. Um, mm. But as I was trying to pull it off the wall, it turns out yeah. I looked down and we had a fish. Oh. Right? <laughs> Amazing. So we, I chopped it and, like, yeah. I can't reach the whole fish or anything oh. down there. So, you know, so over this is 7 p.m. at night. Oh. Then overnight, Amazing. Um, the fish uh, obviously was in air for seven yeah. hours or five oh. hours as the tide went down. Then it went back up again. Then it went down again in the morning. Oh, and then we man. went and grabbed the hook, line, and sinker from uh, this yeah. wall. Fish still alive. No. Right, wow. and then take it home, and it's in the dog bowl swimming around in some seawater as I okay. pull the hook out of the mouth. Yeah, and this was a dogfish, which is a kind of direct descendant of the shark family, so it was like a little guy. Okay, um, but he survived like so many hours outside of. That's... Uh... Yeah, that's a so hardy we, fish. We, then we called him Rupert, and then we yeah. um, took him down to the pontoons and threw him off again. Amazing, and he, okay. and he swam away. All right, well, let's at least that had a happy ending. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, what a robust so, yeah, uh, sharkfish. It's not really a new skill of mine, but uh, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's a lovely way skill. to spend yeah. some quality time yeah. with your daughter. So that's it's very con- I can imagine sitting there, feet dangling, contemplating, beautiful. Anyway, well, look, if we're going to wind this up, let me just, uh, I was just, uh, had a bit of a realisation while I was down in Cornwall that pretty much your day can only be um, split into so many hours in each day, right? Yep. And there's a lot of people out there sort of, um, that is how often do you hear that thing of saying, I don't have any time to do this, mm. I don't have any time to look after my health, I don't have any time to exercise, I don't have any time to eat properly, I don't have any time to sleep properly, all that sort of yep. stuff because, I, you know, but... With, I'm pretty sure everyone has more time on their hands now. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And then it's just a case of what do you actually fill it up with. Yeah. Right? So uh, I took the thing of like uh, 10 days ago, pulling off all social media off my phone, which is the yeah. first time I've ever done that, and I reduced my phone screen time by three hours a day. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. What were you now, still doing? If it was reduced by three, you got it down to 
Well, this is two. it, right? So yeah. this, yeah. So two hours um, yeah. is what it was sort of averaging. Mm-hmm. Um, skewed a little bit by the fact that you use it for sat nav sometimes, or you yeah, use right, it so as yeah. uh, like your Zwift thing and all yeah. that. So I was kind of like, yeah. there's, there's a few different things that you sort of you feel bad using it, but then you're mm-hmm. like, well, because <laughs> I really want to try and not use it, but then yeah. it's actually stuff you're doing is actually well important, kind of important stuff, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, however. Um, I think that was my lockdown issue was that I just replaced some of the free time that I had with my phone or stuff yeah. that was on the phone just falling down that wormhole, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that was really cool to be actually able to sort of stop and just sort of try and regain those three hours away, mm. right? Now, then it's like a case of, well, what do you replace that with, right? So what um, did you do? Then I was like, well, they pretty much should be – I don't know if there's more than this or not, but they're, they're almost like they're, if you can do three things in a day, then your day is complete, right? Okay. So one, spend some quality time with your family. Yep. Maybe Great. that includes pets. Mm-hmm. Go camping. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, yeah. Two, I guess you've got to do some work at some point, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. allocate the time for the work. And this is yep. like if you're working from home, then I think a lot of people are becoming quite uh, skilled at being able to sort of dedicate a period of time and then sticking to that, right? Yeah. Um, or I guess Cairo's, we are doing the same thing, but we've mm-hmm. actually got shifts that we need shifts, to sort yep. of do mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So, and then number three, I guess, is exercise or adventure or getting into nature or Move your body. Um, yeah. Yeah. moving your body, all that sort of stuff, right? So, but then realizing the fact that if you, you know, you can, your day can just go like that mm-hmm. and you yeah. haven't spent any time with your family. Right. Uh, or, you know, you, it goes like that and you haven't had the time to exercise. It's mm-hmm. like, what do you do? You know, and so I, I don't know. I don't know if that was useful, but sort of that idea of sort of starting every day with the idea of I've got to do these three things, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how is much there, is stru- there anything I miss? No, well, I was going to say, how much structure did you, did you build into it so that you were more likely to hit all three? Zero structure, like especially <laughs> okay. at the moment, you know. Yeah. Um, Deliberate, deliberately? Deliberately no structure? You wanted to have a holiday, play it by ear and aim for those three each day? Or I think you the, the more flexible you keep things, the mm-hmm. more likely you are to maybe enjoy them more. I hear that. Yep. So, no, that makes sense. I have found that, for example, exercise, I if I don't get that, if that doesn't happen pretty, pretty much first thing, it ends up not happening at all just yeah. through the nature of what I get caught up with doing. So there are some things that I like to keep open and, and available for spontaneity and others that I just think, you know what, I know this is good for me. I'm just going to factor this in. So every day I get up, the, the alarm goes off at ten to five, at 5 to 5. I get up, I do my kettlebell routine. I go for a run. I'm back in the house at 6 a.m. And that basically is exercise tick. And then if I choose to go for a ride or another run later, that's bonus and, and leisure and spontaneous. Um, so I've sort of found I, some of those things I find those little routines super helpful that almost creates more space for more spontaneity later. Yeah. 
I think it's good. I was like, you know, even on one, one side spontaneity is good. The other side of planning is, yeah. uh, I think, really important, isn't it? You know, or it yeah. can be really effective for some mm-hmm. people. So yep. like that Jason Cooley idea of getting up at 4.30 or 5 mm-hmm. o'clock, whatever, and, and, and doing some meditation or doing something like that, yeah. but then sort of having that mantra of mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're going to focus in on for the day. Yeah. So then you just don't amble through that day and waste another yeah. one, you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's the other thing that I found useful is the night before I'll sort of just look at what, what's what's happening the day after. I'll figure out what are the three most important things uh, or make a to-do list and then circle the top two. And if all I get done is those two, then that's a wonderful day. And so I'll do that the night before, which then means in theory, while I'm sleeping, my subconscious has kind of got it ticking in the background. And then that's my goal for the day is get at least those two things done. And if I get more done, brilliant. But if all I do is get those two or that one, then that's still quote unquote, a successful worthwhile day. Um, But you can certainly apply that to one of those things could be family time. One of those things could be adventure or or whatever. Um, But so I've been playing with that and found that really useful. Um, And it might only be literally two or three minutes the night before on a piece of paper and sort of have that to come to wake up to in the morning. Piece of paper. Piece of paper, pencil. I um, I did buy, at the start of August, I've been actually journaling for the first time ever, really, I think. Great. It's because I also have been reading uh, this little guy here, which is the actual diary and journal of um, Robert Scott, Captain Scott. Um, uh, it's got heart written is, all over it. Uh, absolutely. So this, uh, I think, was first printed in 1913, mm-hmm. um, but amazingly engaging. And um, it's literally the sort of fountain pen scribbles yeah. of Captain yeah. Scott in the yeah. Antarctica back in 1911 expedition. You know? Wow. Um, so, uh, and he was quite the, the storyteller, really. Was it? You, you know what I, I've been doing, though, is that thing of, like, writing down what happened, which is just mm-hmm. pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. But then he has this cool little section in his day, which then is just called or titled Impressions. Mm-hmm. So then he just writes what happened and then yep. he just has a little section at the end of it saying impressions and that was his almost what uh, if the five senses did he mm-hmm. use or did he appreciate yeah. on that particular day. That is a nice um, And it could be the sun shining through the clouds. It could be like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the taste of whatever he was, you know, what, you know, just stuff mm-hmm. that he's like, okay, this isn't actually what happened but something I really am grateful for today. Yeah, beautiful. That was cool. That yeah. may well have been the first gratitude diary. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Matt. Well, look. Tried and um, true. Beautiful. We let's uh, let's. Uh, are you adjusting people this afternoon? I am. Got a full afternoon, which is good. And then okay. uh, I'll get on the bike tomorrow morning, weather permitting. Very good. Yeah. I'm back to London tomorrow. Okay. We'll drive safe. The routine, the more, the better routine, or the yeah. you know, the routine of I like that idea of decreasing alcohol intake, increasing mm. focus on health and well-being. Yes, <laughs> that's that's got to be a good thing, I think. Yeah, getting some sort <laughs> of uh, routine going would be good. So. Yeah. All right, mate. Fantastic. Let's Thanks for hosting. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.